Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Elevated Conversations. I'm your host, Dave Ekman. And with me right now is Jeff Evenhaus from LB MedWaste. Uh, again, LB MedWaste uh, is the 2020 Small Business of the Year, business to business. Jeff, uh, congratulations to you on your award. And oh, thank you. You bet. And and hope things are going well for you uh, since then. And what uh, what we do in the podcast really is to bring a little bit more understanding into the companies that we uh, work with in, in different situations in our community. And as I reflected, uh, Jeff, on your your talk when you received the award, was the complexity. Uh, people don't know about your business in terms of the complexity that it offers and the things that um, you do. But then more so, yeah. I think, how you are have been will be impacted by the coronavirus, COVID-19. And what I was hoping you could share with uh, our audience this morning, there were two things that I heard you talk about. One was about how you had to pivot as a business because your customers were impacted. And two, your processes had to change because the the public health necessitated it. So um, first off, uh, I heard you talking about the industry impact. Could you share with the with the audience, you know, who it is primarily that you serve as a business and then how coronavirus uh, impacted those 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 customers and then uh, your business? Sure. Um, yeah, we, uh, you know, we pick up, you know, needles and sharps and then uh, red bag waste. Um, so, like, it, initially, you know, I've actually given speeches in the past that, hey, you know, if <clears throat> there would be a pandemic someday, you know, we are going to be the, you know, person that you want around only because then we can handle that waste and we can do it at a reasonable rate and things like that because um, we're one of the only the few in Wisconsin it's a, uh, that actually has a processing unit um, that we call it autoclave to uh, process, so basically sterilize the waste. Um, <clears throat> but we, um, um, you know, we were impacted by, uh, say, like, you know, dentist offices, you know, they were just shut down, you know, for, I mean, that obviously you're working with people in their mouths and, you know, especially early years of early <laughs> days of COVID, you know, you don't know how it's transmitted exactly, and, um, you know, it's still some good question. But, yeah, so we lost a lot of business uh, initially. Um, however, like uh, nursing homes and things like that, you know, have more restrictions. So so that that part of the industry is, um, you know, has more waste. So it, it really just kind of bounced out, actually, in that regard. So it, yeah. it's, it's interesting um, that – when you when you just started to make your comment that part of your talk or maybe it's part of your sales your sales approach to your your customers about where you're you are that business organization that's going to be there when you have something like a pandemic um, that you yep. had that foresight in your yep. in your mind. Yep. Yeah, I've I've been telling people that for fifteen years, like, hey, if this ever would happen, you know, because it's a it's you know not. It's like a garbage company, you know, almost everybody, you know, has garbage, but in the medical waste field, you know, only maybe 5% of the businesses have medical waste. And um, so it's it's really, um, you know, you really have to be in a bigger city really to make a go of it. And that's why we expanded like we did. Um, But we, uh, 
yeah, we uh, um, like to, uh, you know, pride ourselves and, you know, that we can provide that service in the state of Wisconsin. Because we're in the Northwoods, you know, really. Right. And, uh, yeah. See, that's a, I think that's an interesting thing, too, because here we are in the greater Wausau area. We're at the intersection of I-39 and Highway 29, so really the crossroads of commerce. You are an organization, then, that you go way beyond the Wausau Metro, I'm betting. Yes. Yeah, we uh, have trucks, like, in uh, Minneapolis and Green Bay and Milwaukee, uh, Chicago, and, you know, things like that, because they, you know, that's where you can, you know, have more generation of uh, medical waste. Yeah. And um, and uh, a lot of that waste is brought to Wausau, and, uh, and we process it right here. Right. And so... so- yeah. You mentioned, you know, you're you're one of the few that has uh, you do the collection and then you do the the processing. So that leads me into the uh, the second part of um, what I think might be interesting um, for people. Now, you mentioned the word autoclave. Now, when I was in the army, I was a medic, and I would have some some uh, tied responsibilities to making sure that um, cleanliness and and sterilization. And we had a very small small autoclave for surgical instruments, things like that. I got to imagine um, you've talked about your process change with autoclaving. Um, maybe you could share with with the audience as to what changed and, you know, what's an autoclave look like? How big is it? Um, well, actually, you know, as far as changes, we haven't really changed the process. I mean, that's, I mean, um, <clears throat> processing medical waste is uh, highly regulated. You know, lots of uh, um, regulations involved. So we really haven't changed the process really in that regard. Um, it's just people maybe maybe now more aware that there's companies like ours out there that, that can do it. Um, and autoclave, like, you know, it comes in all shapes and sizes. So you have a door on the one side that's just a lot of steel involved. You know, you get to get a lot of pressure and uh, heat inside mm-hmm. and uh, for, for a lot of minutes. And, uh, and that just basically... Um, you know, kills the germs. Right, and you, but you, yeah. you, you really, you had with with COVID. Did you have to take it to the next to the nth degree that um, no. things or what is that something you always do? Actually, you know, the COVID virus is actually easy to kill. Um, it's just you just don't want to obviously get the COVID virus. You just don't want to mm-hmm. get it. You know, um, but it's not a. It's, it's just a. It's it's runs in the family of you know of flu, um, so it's it's not a hard. Um, I mean, there's some viruses out there that maybe it is harder to kill, but the the, vi- the COVID virus is not a hard um, virus to kill. Um, it's just you know it just needs to be put in an autoclave and, right. and taken care of that way. Okay, um, then you know it's interesting because remember when I was out with you that day when we were uh, naming the recipients that my next stop was uh, out at uh, Wausau Smiles, uh, the the dental office, of which you conveyed to me your customer. Uh, And then then when I talked to Dr. Bouchong about an hour later, he spoke highly of you and your service. And so I think it's it's interesting that you were a recipient and also Wausau Smiles was a recipient that... um, the connectivity in the supply chain was really ironic. And we've been doing a lot of, we do a lot of business in the area too. So yep. it's really kind of neat. And just to, just so we, we uh, 
let the audience know. You're a family-owned company. What, let's let's just give them a real quick history as to um, the the startup and, and where you are today. My dad had a garbage company, um, LB Trucking, you know, which serviced um, the uh, you know Greater Waffle we had, but he had 100 employees before he uh, sold it. But you know, he's in Stevens Point, Green Bay, Manaqua, and those surrounding areas, and so he you know ran that for 25 years and. Um, sold uh, in 2000, and but in 1989 is when the all the regulations came out with the uh, medical waste, and um, so hey, you know someone came to him and said, "Hey, you start this, and you know this, uh, have a need," and so he basically started it, and um, in 1989, and it was actually slow going, um, but at first, and that's how the medical waste, but you know. Basically, 19, I believe it was 1976 is when he started doing the garbage. And so, yeah, so I worked for my dad for 15 years. And uh, so, uh, you know, part of the LB flag. And, uh, you know, then they, then they started LB recycling. And uh, I believe 1989 and or in that area. And then, uh, yeah, they started the medical waste. So there's just been a lot of different um different companies, you know, carrying the LB flag. And so I've worked for LB for my whole life. <laughs> I'll be darned. Yeah, that's a good yeah. story. And so, so I, I should say that since my dad, you know, I basically took over the company of LB Medways in 2005. So, yeah, so my dad owned it before with some investors, and then I took it over, and now I own it. That's terrific. That's terrific. Yeah. I love it, it. It's fun to learn about family businesses and uh, you've adapted in, into a new environment. And so congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so closing out, um, when I was talking to you and you were sharing your story with uh, the uh, at the awards program that we held virtually, I noticed medals hanging behind you. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you share yeah. with me in the audience what those medals are all about? Well, um, about four years ago, I got involved in, uh, you know, I was like, hey, I needed to do, but more I just uh, going home and, you know, eating potato chips in front of TV, <laughs> and they started doing CrossFit. So I've been uh, doing some CrossFit, and then I got involved in uh, uh, Spartan races. And so, so, yeah, so I just, I've just really enjoyed doing these Spartan races. Um, you know, there's, and I've been doing like three each year, five mile, an eight mile, and a 12 mile. They call it the twelve miles of beast. So yeah, you gotta be prepared. But yeah, I just loved uh, you know doing this CrossFit and then doing these uh, these runs, and uh, and it's basically it's not just a run. You have obstacle courses like um, you know have like you have 30, 20, 30 obstacles where you jump over walls and climbing ropes and you know diving in the water and different things. And um, so it's just uh, just kind of test your physical, um, mental. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of your body, and so, so I've just really enjoyed it. You just kind of feel alive doing that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. So then you get a. It's basically a medal is just a part, you know, finishing award. So sure. it doesn't matter how how fast you do it. I mean, you just challenge yourself, and when you get done, you get a, a nice award and, or a medal, and just kind of remind you of the, uh, you know, of mm-hmm. the. So I've just, so just really enjoyed it. Yep, the gruel. It's that's uh, yeah. I've I've done some of those uh, races, but uh, yeah, and it, and I don't think people understand that that's that really is a growing sport. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they they've grown a lot, and 
I mean, there's other types of them like that out there. And, but yeah, it is. And it's like, you know, a lot of times you'll have friends, you'll get together and you do it and just, you know, you mm-hmm. touch your body and you build friendships and, and meet people that you haven't met before out there. Right. Are you an iron, do you do, you do iron bull at all? I do not. I okay. do not. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's something that's something uh that we have in the community now. It's it's uh an extreme race where they have a 50k and a 15k uh trail run up and down Granite okay. Peak. Uh it oh, grew grueling um, in itself. That that sounds like fun. I, I did do the Ragnar one race down 9 mile. That's, that's right. That was, I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Okay. Well, yeah. Jeff, um Thank you for your time this morning, Jeff Evenhouse, LB Medways. We appreciate you spending some time with us in the audience, sharing your story. And sure. uh, we hope you continue to uh, march forward in, in big ways uh, as we move mm-hmm. through this pandemic. And thank you again for your time. Absolutely. And if I could just mention one thing we also yep. do that we added on is uh, we do document destruction. So that's something that we can do locally um, where a lot more people have that service. And I wanted to mention two people that I did mention before, yep. Jim Bleetstra and Paul Jasinski. Jim Bleetstra was our first driver back in 2000, uh, 2000, or 1989. Sure. And then Paul Jasinski also. I mean, they, both those guys worked like 10 years. And uh, so they were kind of pioneers. But I had to mention those. I didn't mention those two the last time. So, no, that's, thank no. thank you very much for having me. You yeah. bet. I'm glad you did that because that's really important to acknowledge the people that help you to get you where you are today. So... I appreciate you doing that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce. 